welcome to the Full Circle Podcast, Finding Your Way Home. I'm your host, Gillian McMichael, and I'm looking forward to taking you on another journey of self-discovery as we explore insightful and inspirational topics that will help you find your way back home to your authentic self. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about living with joy and within your passions. And I would love us to explore how you can make this happen for yourself. So settle in and I hope you enjoy the conversation. You have now created more space in your backpack and it should feel lighter. This doesn't mean to say that we have to cram it back full again. And instead, we can expand that space, the space that you have created within. Space is good. Humans have cultivated the need to be busy. But if you're busy, you're going somewhere, you're going places. So most don't like having space, as usually they don't know what to do with it. You may be somebody who doesn't like spending time on your own. You may feel you need to pack your calendar with things to do, but it's essential at this stage of your journey to leave some space for you. I've had clients over the years who can't live without being in a relationship. When one finishes, they immediately jump into another one, leaving no space to breathe and to figure out what it is that they want or what they don't want. Others have been anxious at the thought of having nothing scheduled and others do not know what to do when they're in their own company. But when you move on, let go or make changes to your life, you must leave space for something new to come in. It's the same with clearing the backpack. So the best way to deal with this is to welcome the new, except it will be quiet at times and that you will have time on your hands. Your head won't be as full and you won't feel as heavy. You will have renewed energy, but nothing yet to use it on. Time on your hands is a good thing. Time gives you a moment to pause, to establish, to reconnect with what you really want. And this is an opportunity for us to slow down and take a moment, a well-deserved moment to breathe. Now, we are born to live a life filled with joy. We've spent the last three episodes looking inwards, and now we can shift the focus to start looking outwards, reconnecting with the things that bring us joy. We can only do this when we've created that space within. We need to have room to explore and try out different things and new experiences. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to turn our focus on what you want in your life. What brings you joy? What makes you happy? And what makes you laugh? It's important at this stage of our journey together that we take a deeper look at this so that you can definitely clarify what you want. I was asked several years ago, what would I do if I could do anything? What would it be? And so I now ask you the very same question. What would you do if you could do anything? What would you love to do? What brings you the most joy? We all have passions and we can all create joy in our lives. And when we choose to incorporate these two things into our life, our life has more purpose and meaning. Now, passion can be anything from something you love doing, something that intrigues you or motivates you, 
And passion can be something that you believe in, something that you can make a difference to the world around you with. And with passion in your life, you will laugh more, you will have more fun, and there'll be a lightness that will grow within. Looking back to your childhood, there would have been times where you were passionate and experienced sheer joy. Riding your bike hands-free, getting caught in the rain, running around for no reason and playing for hours immersed in something that its only purpose was to bring you joy. But as we move into adulthood, we can feel overwhelmed with our responsibilities. We hear ourselves say we're time poor and often we are. But regardless of how busy we all are, we should find time to connect with what brings us joy. To experience joy is available to all of us. It is only our mind that will say we can't. And once we fall into that trap, we are back with our critical companion, passive passenger and our cynical friend. Our motivation for doing anything outside of what we think we should do will cease. Living with joy is a huge part of being human. And if you give yourself permission to do so, you can find a deep sense of fulfillment and contentment. And when you add this into your life, you will live and breathe it. You will light up and you'll feel energized and enthusiastic. And these emotional states will lead to even more joy. Emotional well-being is one of the fundamental pillars of health and joy and passion sit right in the center of building a healthy life. However, most of us confuse joy with happiness. And there for me is a distinction between both of them. Joy is living in the present, being in the moment, and it can stay with us because it's something we draw upon from deep within. Whereas happiness is temporary, it's transient. And when happiness is present, it is larger than life and it feels good, but it can also be fickle and it can be present one moment and gone the next. True joy is constant. Joy is a limitless, transformative reservoir waiting to be tapped into. All it requires is for us to surrender, allow it to wash over us and be present. With joy, it can also bring meaning to life. It's that inner feeling of true connection and purpose. However, we do need both in our lives, joy and those moments of happiness, regardless of how transient they are. Connecting with what brings us joy is our next step. And to do this, we have to go back to what we love doing, regardless of our responsibilities. So when you reconnect with what you love, what brings you joy, the feelings you experience will then filter through into all areas of your life. And when living within this, you live life open to new opportunities and your inspiration will be fueled by curiosity and your creativity is driven by your desire to learn and experience more. Life was not created for it to be difficult. It is a gift and living and having fun is another remedy to finding true fulfillment. So we need to embrace it even when life is a little unpredictable at times. When living in passion, you go beyond your personal enthusiasm and it should penetrate all areas of your life, including love. 
You can love fully, more deeply, with more passion. You can connect more deeply and can express a deeper and more passionate love to yourself, but also to those around you. And when you're inspired by these passions, others will be inspired by it too. It will spur your friends, your co-workers and family members to feel better about their own lives and themselves. Living in your passion is contagious and it will bring you joy. And when experiencing joy, you are resourceful and creative. And this is where the fun comes in. Because passion is born from experiences by trying new things, broadening your horizons and thinking beyond what you already know. Appreciating that the possibilities for you are infinite and within reach. The problem is when responsibilities take hold of us, we get lost. And that's what happened to me. Even my work that I loved felt like a chore and joy was never a word I used. I went to the gym because it was a necessity. That's all I did outside of my work life and home life. But was I joyful about hammering the treadmill at 6am every day? No, not at all. But when I was asked that question, what would I do? I wanted to know, but I just couldn't get the answer. And I didn't know what to do with that space that I had created. All I kept saying was, I don't know. And I sat for hours with a blank piece of paper and coloured pens all at the ready for when inspiration would hit. The paper remained blank and I had no hobbies. I had my exercise and meditation, but beyond that, I'd not invested time in me. In anything apart from the work and the debt. So I asked myself again, but nothing I rationalised about my passions came through. I didn't know what I believed in at that particular time. So in many ways, the work that I was doing gave me some kind of joy and some kind of passion, but it wasn't the kind of passion and joy that I was looking for because I knew there was something, a deeper longing for joy that I was craving. So I decided to go back to my childhood and I decided to reconnect with that side of myself, the part of me that I'd forgotten about. And so When I started to think about this, lots of things started to run through my mind. But also what ran through my mind was, you can't do that. That's not going to work. And that inner chatter started to pipe up. And my sense of responsibility overwhelmed me. And all I could hear myself say was, I don't have the time. And I belittled my longing. What was wrong with me? But there had to be something I could do just for fun. So I gave up for that particular day and night. And when I woke the next morning, I felt exactly the same. But that's when simplicity appeared. The thoughts that I'd flirted with the day before now started to come into my reality. I didn't have a hobby as such. But what I did know is that I wanted to laugh again. I wanted to feel free. And I wanted to do something for the sheer pleasure of things. I wanted to feel happy and enthusiastic and full of eagerness. Now, the key thing to remember is that joy does not need to be an expensive new hobby. And the best thing to do is what I always go back to, which is what I know, is to write a list. I love a list. And so I went back to doing that. And so I decided to write down all the things that I'd enjoyed over my life. And I allowed myself the time to create a list of everything. And I started to remember things I loved doing. 
and I began to feel really excited about it. I'd forgotten about the fun and light-hearted Gillian, the one who giggled lots and the one that had a great sense of humour and the one who loved trying new things and experiencing different things. The one who was actually unapologetic for practical jokes, doing silly things, laughing when others couldn't see the funny side. This was what I wanted for myself. My list at this point was quite long and I certainly couldn't do everything on the list all at once. So I decided to break it down into small, manageable chunks, baby steps. And it worked. It really did work. So on my list was listen to music every day. Dance around the house when no one is looking. Join a photography night class and go take some pictures. Go to a gig and with your eyes closed, get lost in the music. Browse in a bookshop, take your time and buy a novel. And get cosy on the sofa and read the book with a cup of tea and enjoy the moment. Draw anything with fat crayons. But now these were simple pleasures I'd not done for over 18 years. And before I knew it, I found my passion again for music, for dancing, for taking photos, for drawing. I played music when cleaning, when making the dinner, when I got home from work. And over time, I realized that music was a key factor in helping me relax. If I'd had a hard day, I'd turn the volume up high and I would lie on the floor in the living room. And by the time the music or the song had stopped, After allowing the music just to wash over me, I felt calm. I felt relaxed and more peaceful. I joined a dance class, even though I was a beginner and I found so much joy in learning a routine and applying myself in a way I'd not done for years. I felt alive. And at times I couldn't keep up and remember the steps, but I would often find myself going one way when the rest of the group were going the other But it didn't matter to me because I was joyful with every step I took. I even ended up doing things that I loved when I was a kid. I got back on my bike again and I could feel myself again as a teenager with the wind on my face, wide smile, my feet off the pedals, freewheeling. I even went rollerblading and played on the swings in the park. These things, however, simple gave me the opportunity to connect with the fun side, the light-hearted side of me, the one who wanted to have fun, who wanted to experience joy. And with all this came a freer me. I was more open and I was having fun, just for fun. Although these were simple activities to do, the joy they brought was not. It was something far more fulfilling than that. I gave myself permission to reconnect with my joyful self. The memories, the playfulness and creativity brought me hope. I was nurturing myself and in that came a greater sense of lightness to my life. I started to move on from the things that had prevented me from participating in the joyful and passionate aspects of my soul. Even at work, I made decisions to stop doing work that did not bring me joy. I did a full life review with myself. Those closest to me encouraged me to do even more things outside of the work and family environment. And that made me feel whole. It was in these moments I realized I was healing. And when you give yourself permission to reconnect 
and establish what you want in your life, then it gives you the opportunity to connect with the joyful self. Now, the world's wisdom traditions tell us that infinite delight and bliss reside within the very core of reality itself, within our core. And infinite joy is an inherent quality of our deepest being. We've just forgotten about it. Delight and bliss now resided within the very core of me. It was inherent. And within my deepest part of being, I realized there was more I could do with my life, more I could do to help others. And I wrote another list. And with this came a desire to learn even more new things. And on the back of that came a healthier lifestyle, a healthier physical me and a healthier inner me. Finding joy in is important step in your journey to coming home to your true self. We all have a deep longing for joy. And when you invite it into your life, I would encourage you to honour that feeling. You have the emotional freedom now. So use that space within wisely and let it give you the balance you need. So as we start to bring our conversation to a close, I'm going to pose you a number of questions that I would love you to answer. These questions will be in the show notes so you can refer back to them if you need to. But take out your notebook and write down your answers and reconnect with your passions and joy. Here they are. What makes you feel good? What makes you laugh? What excites you? What would you regret not trying? And what would you like to do if you could do anything? Now, beyond these questions, I'm going to set you a little challenge of doing something joyful each day. It can be the same thing, but you might decide to do something different. You could sing in the shower, catch up with an old friend, try a yoga class, or simply go for a bike ride, or listen to music lying down on the living room floor, whatever floats your boat. But whatever it is, Do it just for you. Give yourself full permission to do something each day that brings you joy. My wish is that you'll make a promise to yourself so that you will do the work you need to do. This is the next step to you coming back home to your true self. And if I can do this, I know you can do this too. Thank you so much for joining me today. I've really loved having this conversation with you. It has brought me so much joy to talk about joy. See you next time when we're going to be talking about radical self-care, wellness and healing. So stay well and see you soon.